the 2020 presidential election, all the elections, are over, we think. So now it's time to get back to business. And so today we're going to talk about how to move on from these bitter elections and, and move forward for your business. I'm Bill Hughes, and he is the executive producer extraordinaire, Zach Glaros, and this is Rowan Bro. So Zach, here here we are. It's it's now middle of November. Elections are, are two weeks into our rearview mirror, and it, it looks like they're over. It, it looks like Joe Biden is going to be the president elect for for twenty twenty one, and a lot of people are are really angry, and and I feel like a equal amount of people are are happy. There was celebrations in the streets. I've always been amazed at just how emotionally involved people get over a presidential election, when in reality it has such a little effect on, on their lives personally and their businesses. So since we talk about business here on our show, uh, tell me how much is the election going to impact your business? Yeah, it's crazy um, to look at these people like it's a sports team almost. They, they get more passionate about it than their sports team Yes, in some cases. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I, like you said, I don't think that we can expect to see, we have a seasonal business, so I don't think you're going to see any kind of dramatic, drastic change regardless who is the, ends up being the president. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the only thing I'd be concerned about is when you see what's going on with COVID-19 and some of these lockdowns and shutdowns, how that affects the economy. Uh, and that's, you know, that doesn't so much have anything to do with uh, the president and the legislation of the president, more so with city by city, local government. Um, and that varies depending on where you are throughout the country. It's a great point. And especially, uh, I like your analogy about how it's like almost like a sports team because that's really the way the media has set it up now. Exactly. Um, they, they, they encourage you to choose a side, you know, typically red or blue. And then it, it's just, it's impossible for, for someone, a, a normal human being, to, to say, okay, well, I am a Democrat and therefore everything that the Democrat Party stands for, I stand for. I mean, that, that's really unrealistic. I mean, most of us have things inside of us to say, okay, I I agree with the Democrat Party on these parts of, of their platform, but, but I also agree with these particular beliefs from the Republican Party. So most people reside in the center, and the media has taken up a, a, a position where you almost have to choose a side. And then, of, of course, it's, you know, this party's right, this party's wrong, um, but but here we are. the The election's over. There's going to be a president officially. Uh, I think January the twentieth. Uh, but again, there, it's going to have very little impact on businesses unless you are a lobbying firm in Washington D.C. And when I went to D.C., one of the things that was amazing. Have you been Have you been to D.C.? Yeah. Okay. So one of the amazing things is how grandiose everything is. Yes. It's just incredible. And they talk about the reason they do that is when they bring in foreign leaders from other countries, they want them to 
to be intimidated. You mm -hmm. know, look at how powerful and grandiose everything we have is. Well, one of the things that really hits home for me is how wasteful it is. You know, some of these buildings are over yeah. the top. You know, like it costs a lot of my money to build these right. things. And uh, the other thing is some of the nicest and most grandiose buildings in D.C. are law firms. So it, it's just kind of a strange world that those are the people that will be impacted by this particular election. Uh, some of the people, the swamp, if you will, are, are already got the, the U-Hauls. They're moving back into D.C. They're excited about it. But since, you know, you and I aren't part of the swamp, we don't have a lobbying firm in D.C., uh, and most of our, our viewers are not, obviously, lobbyists in D.C., uh, we need to talk about how are we going to move forward in a post-election to be successful. Well, we're going to do what we always do, which is to, to row. And then, obviously, as a result, we'll grow. So, sales. Let's talk about sales real quick. One of the things that people really shy away from is labeling themselves as a sales rep. So, in your business, are you in sales? Yes, you'd ha you have to be. You have to be, right. So, uh, Gagel's Auto Parts, who, by the way, is one of our sponsors. Thank you to Gagel's Auto Parts. If you need uh, great auto parts and you don't want to pay full, full retail price, go to gagelsautoparts.com you know you might say okay well gagel's auto parts just sells parts well there's a lot more to it than that because obviously you're going to get some people that come into the store to buy parts but if if mike gagel the owner didn't have the ability to go out and sell on a broader scale then he would go out of business so if you let's say you manufacture motorcycle parts that's great. So you're going to sell it to little mom and pop shops that fix motorcycles. But the reality is you are in sales. Even if you're in manufacturing, you're in sales because if you don't sell, you're, you're not going to, to generate revenue. You can't generate revenue, right. So uh, I think some people are reluctant to say that they're in sales, but the reality is if you're a parent, you're in sales. Your children yep. are in sales. Your children are excellent salesmen. You know, they really are good. They know which buttons to push. They know how to get what they want, and they'll use any means necessary. We're not, we're not condoning that. We're not suggesting that you do that. Um, but, but people are in sales. Mm -hmm. So, how do you use sales for for some of your events? So, I think it goes back for for us with our, our seasonal events that we do. It's uh, it's about the experience. Okay. You know. Whether it be for Christmas or, or Halloween, it's not so much about the number of lights we have or or the amount of attractions we have, but it's the experience that they get while they're at the event okay. and the the memories that will create for them with the with the value they get from their ticket. Um, so I think that's how we push the sale aspect of it okay. uh, to convince them through an emotional purchase and decision that they should come here over anything else. It's a great point. It's really the, the, the Walt Disney World, if you would, the Disney um, sales cycle, if you will. That's the, it's the experience that they sell. Um, but that's, that's the way you set it up to be residual. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that regardless of what kind of sales you're in, even if you're selling insurance or you're selling car parts, if you're in it for the long haul, then that's exactly what you're going to do because you understand as a salesperson 
there's always going to be someone that can come in and sell something at a better price point. Or they're going to be able to do something that's that give them a leg up. So if you can sell a great experience, an excellent service, the reality is you're going to have residual income because your your customer service experience is going to be superior to your competitors. So one of the things for, for younger people that are getting into sales, I know that they want to create a lot of revenue quickly and they want to make as much money as they possibly can, but the reality is you need to look at it as a marathon and and set down your roots and and do it methodically do your rowing you know do your research when you when you go after prospects know a little bit about them know what your product that you're offering can do for them and expect to be told no because you're going to get no everyone does and then but you know just keep coming back and and keep being you know persistent and eventually it will pay off with a long-term relationship and I think that that's the key for younger sales reps is yes you're gonna make money yes there's unlimited revenue potential in sales but it's it's there's no magic bullet there's no magic pill it's it's all about the residual income that comes as a result of the residual effort or the row agree well hundred percent yeah it's almost uh, it's like you said, it's a grind, but it's almost like a numbers game where, you know, if you just go out and, and try to sell one person yeah. and you get rejected and, you, and they say no yeah. and you give up, I mean, you can't go up the hill from there. There's, there's, you can't grow. You got to pound every day. Yeah. You got to, you got to maximize your numbers essentially with mm-hmm. talking to more people, trying to sell to more people, trying to reach more people. Yeah. Uh, and over time you're going to see the results. That's right. And that's so that's the lesson for today is really it's about the the grind and you know just be willing to make the connections, be willing to make the calls, be willing to to make the contacts. You know, one of our guests Brett Melanson had, had talked about just contacts, you know, simply contacts is is sales eventually. So you got to be willing to continue to press forward, keep pushing the envelope, keep talking to more people. And eventually, you'll you'll get more sales, which will result in more revenue, and then from there, it's it's unlimited. So, with the presidential election coming to a close, uh, we believe it's going to be over. the The reality is that the last year almost has been spent selling you, the consumer. You know, we are all consumers of information. And as you can see that there's, you know, talk about Facebook and and Twitter and YouTube and Google all trying to influence what we get, you know, so they're really busy selling us information. You know, Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump have spent the past year selling us on them as a candidate, you know, selling their goods and services, if you will. And then we, as the ultimate consumer, as the voter with the power, we decided who we were going to buy, you know. And so that's what we did. We went to the polls. We, we bought the candidate that we liked the most. And that is ultimately... A sales cycle if you think about it I mean they're that's what they're doing they're grinding I mean say what you will about either candidate the reality is them as people and all of their staff have spent the past five months grinding their asses off I mean literally calling hundreds of thousands of people 
you know, how many mailers did you get in the mail in the last couple of months? It's, you know, thank God it's over. It's so ridiculous. But it's it's the result of their grind. You know, both campaigns are grinding. And the less there's a lesson to be had in there is that you, you may not associate the presidential election with sales, but the reality is it's a hundred percent sales. It's the biggest sales job that we, we deal with. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the lesson learned is if you want to get the results, then you have to be willing to put in the grind and the effort. And you know, hopefully once it's certified and, and officially over, you know, America will be able to come together and, and move forward. And us as individual business owners, our most important thing to do is to, you know, to, to lose that, as you alluded to, that team membership part and get back to, okay, you know, it's we're all on the same team and I need to focus on what do I need to do to make my business successful because there's so much crap out there about, you know, your tax is going to be increased, you know. Okay, fine. Let's say that your taxes are going to go up, Zach. Well, there's there's a couple things that you can do to get around that. You know, one is you can hire a new accountant, you know. Or two, you can make more money. Yeah. Right? So that's your that's your options. So I think it's important as a business owner to put your nose down, keep grinding out, block out the noise and you'll experience the growth that comes with that hard work yep agree 100 percent. awesome this has been a great episode and i really wanted to say thank you to untuck it untuckit.com shirts designed to be worn untucked and to our sponsor giggles auto parts thank you very much to giggles auto parts and we will see you on the next episode of row and grow and remember to get busy living or die trying Hey guys, Zach here with another episode of Row and Grow. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Make sure you like and subscribe all of our videos. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Use hashtag PEO Doctor or go to our website, HughesBC.com. We'll see you next time.